The world is full of obvious things which nobody by any chance ever observes. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Before we get started on today's episode, we want your questions. Every December, we talk about specific questions that we receive from you so we can answer them and make sure that we're addressing your specific needs. So if you have a question, contact us, let us know what it is so we can answer it for you. There are a couple ways to do that. You can either find us on Facebook, send us a message that way, or of course, the email address at the end of this episode is a great way to contact not only your questions, but episode ideas and commentary about how fantastic my voice is. So let's get into today's episode. What's the topic? We're talking about using your senses, not just what I see or what I hear, but what I'm tasting, what I'm smelling. This is a common bit of advice you hear from third grade teachers. Make sure you include all five senses in the scene. The reason why senses are so important is that it immerses the reader into the moment with something that they can connect with that otherwise they wouldn't understand. While most of your readers may not know what, say, a homeless person who lives on the streets most of the time and never gets a shower smells like, you do know what a boy's gym locker room smells like after a day of football practice. These are small little details that you can connect the dots to give them an idea of the senses of what they're seeing, hearing, tasting, because readers want to be in the moment. They want to be in the world, and the senses is how you do that. Not necessarily strictly smells, although that is a great one to give an idea of environment, but if your character can taste the rain in the air before the storm, that's something your readers can relate to. So we mentioned earlier the five senses. We're aware that that's probably what you've been taught. That's what we were taught. That's what we were familiar with. But there are so many more senses than just five. In this particular case, we're talking about ways that we interact with the world, ways that the world gives our brains information, not necessarily seeing dead people like the sixth sense or an emotional IQ, these other things that are part of the human experience, but literally how you get information from the world. Physical interactions. The most common that you're going to be using in a book is vision, what they're seeing, And this tends to be the default for a lot of storytellers because a lot of storytellers also watch TV, also go to the movie theaters. You see and you hear a lot of things in cinema and therefore when you're seeing the story play out in your head, it's sight and sound based often. So that's the second sense is the hearing. Your third is smell. This can be so important. Because people remember smells really well. There are actually studies linking smell with memory. So if you can introduce them to a smell that they are familiar with, you are connecting them with a story on a new level. Smell is closely intertwined with taste. They're right next to each other on the face, yes, but a lot of the words you're going to use are very similar. 
that saltiness, that nuttiness. Talk about tea tasting or wine tasting. They will say a perfuminess to the flavor, the bouquet of the wine. Speaking as someone who has a lot of allergies that affect my sinuses, your smell affects your taste. If I can't smell anything, I really can't taste much. It has to be a very strong flavor for me to taste it. This particular list has nine different kinds. We got that list from TalkingMatters.com. And what we in kindergarten learned as touch is not only texture, something is soft or silky, but also temperature, something is hot or cold, but also pain. Which also goes with hot and cold because a lot of pain is associated either with hot or with cold. Those are all kind of in the touch category, but I wanted to make sure we talked about each of these separately because there are different ways for your character to interpret their environment. It is not only cold, but it is sharp. You can also have balance as one of the senses. This is really important for characters who, I don't know, maybe are drunk maybe got drugged, who are usually very graceful and suddenly find themselves tipping and unable to stand up straight. Also, if your character has emotion sickness or you know is on a pirate ship, that sense of balance, especially if it's their first time, takes a little while to get your sea legs. And then the flip side, get used to land after having sea legs. And the last sense we're going to talk about kind of goes with balance, and that is proprioception, which is more or less your coordination, your hand-eye coordination. It's awareness of your body, where it is in relation to things around you. So I just wrote a scene where a character had a dagger pointed at her kidney. She could guess by his voice how far away his head was, therefore how long the weapon was, So without even looking, she knew where his wrist was, where his elbow, his shoulder. So she could disarm him without looking. That's a great proprioceptive ability and awareness of not only her body, but others around her. So I want you, our listeners, to think about your main character. What is your main character sensing that you aren't writing into the story? What can you add that will add to the story? One of the ways that I have dabbled with this in the past is by creating a character who is missing one of these. I have created blind characters just to see if I could get the reader to envision the scene without any sight-based elements around them. So while you're thinking about your character, what they can use, what may help to remove from them, we want you to follow one Rule, do not use all of the senses at the same time. Think about your human experience. How often are you aware of all five senses at once or all nine senses at once? Most of these are instinctual. Your proprioception especially, your balance, these are instinct. And the only time you notice it is if something is wrong. And if your character isn't noticing it, then really your reader probably shouldn't be either. That especially is the case for deep POV writers. So somebody who's writing kind of like for first or third person from the character's point of view. If you're writing from an omniscient point of view, it's a little more fluid. 
because you want the reader to be another observer in the story instead of feel like a main character. So what are the senses good for in writing? What are they used for other than just to give a reader a way to connect? Understanding these senses and how your character reacts to these senses informs us about the character. Is that smell of chewing gum saccharin that sickly sweet? Or is it nostalgic? Both of those are very different from each other, but they inform about the character who's interpreting that smell. It can also be used to set a scene. So you have your character noticing the weather, noticing whether it's light or dark outside, noticing what they can see and hear. When you dig deeper into the other senses, then we really get a feel of that scene. If your character is stepping into an abandoned house for the first time, that musty smell that's a little bit moist, a little bit almost sweet, a little bit nutty, very stale. I don't have to visually describe the corners of the room to give you an idea of being there, what it's like. If you are setting a scene, you are in cinema, it's called a wide shot. If you are establishing everything that's happening in the moment, using your five senses more than just sight is incredibly helpful. But again, be careful about using all of them at the same time. Go piece by piece. What do they notice first? What would your character notice first? Would it be the smells? Would it be the sights? And then as you get into the scene, separate it a little bit, get into those further details with the other senses. And of course, just like those undefinable emotions that we spoke about a week ago, all of those undefinable scents and flavors, similes and metaphors are your friend. She smelled like a warm summer's day. I don't really know what a warm summer's day smells like, but there's an emotion and attachment to that particular scent. The biggest takeaway from today's episode is consider more. What else does your character experience that will help the reader connect with that character? That is the trick of the trade, getting your readers to connect. This is really the advantage of a text-based entertainment format, of reading a story versus watching it on TV. You can bring your readers to that moment with all of these other senses. And all of that starts with writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 